Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after lodge banter. You're on the wacky yeah, yeah. Atlantic time zone. I didn't know it was that late for you. Oh yeah. Thought you were. I didn't know you guys were here half an hour ago. I would have gotten here. I, I didn't think you started no, until we nine thirty my time. Minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> You're fine. Harlan, Harlan, why don't you go ahead and welcome. Welcome, welcome to episode 277 of the After Lodge podcast, which on the slot machine would be very disappointing. So close. No jackpot. This is After Lodge Harlan. Two's wild. Joined as I am most of the time, all the time in the days of yore. As long as it's not in Lodge. Yeah. Worshipless producer Bruce. What's up, guys? Sir John. Welcome to Thunderdome. And Chuck. Hi, everybody. And Jamie, who's become a regular fixture. So I guess uh, we're going to have to stop doing special introductions is what that means. <laughs> you go to lodge, Good evening. And everybody's happy to see you. You get to stand up and say, hey, I'm happy to be here. And then after a while, they just they just stop recognizing you. Like, whatever. You're, you're one of us now. He's, down Canada, and shut up. he's already slathered in maple syrup. <laughs> Great. It's all you smell. And two strategically <laughs> placed pats of butter. So, uh, coming to you after I'll a couple weeks off the air, uh, while while Bruce has been licking his Bitcoin wounds. Um, uh, man, it's, um, that shit's stressful. I don't even have money in it, and it's stressful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine if I did. I'd be losing my mind. Could you uh, imagine being Tesla? Who let people buy his cars with Bitcoin in the last quarter? Okay, but he's the reason it, this is happening. <laughs> he's the one that makes Do- Dogecoin do the Yahoo stuff. Yeah, well, he's also the one that said we're, we're going to stop taking it because it's harmful to the environment or whatever. Like yeah. he tanked the price, or at least he started the thing. Kind of sucks. Yeah, like all these people bought hundred thousand dollar cars with Bitcoin, and now those those purchases are worth what forty, and, and then they're just. The car back for real money. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's uh. Well, if you bought it with Bitcoin, you should get refunded with Bitcoin. Oh, that's that's if you take it back. That's yeah. I mean, if you sell it to somebody else, do the second. See, I prefer I prefer a financial currency that is backed by the full faith and uh, force of the internet. So okay, but the problem is everybody has nuclear missiles. Like you can't. We have the most. We have more. (laughs) That you know of. We can can eradicate the world seven times over, Bruce. They can only do it twice. Thank you. (laughs) But you know, it only takes one. 
And we have Jewish space lasers. True. You know what we don't Jewish have? Jewish space though? lasers that take your missiles just as they leave the ground. Won't do nothing. You know what we don't yeah, have? Yeah, well, not where I throw them from. We don't have proper funding for our damn moon lander. So, speaking of Tesla and why SpaceX is, you know, going to ferry our moon astronauts, I don't know if anybody saw the clips from the uh, from the congressional committee hearing asking about, uh, you know, it's that, it's that same protest about why SpaceX got the contract for the moon lander. I love our NASA chief because he's like, because you guys wouldn't give us enough money to consider any other bids. So don't be yelling at me. We asked for three billion. You gave us seven hundred million. SpaceX was the only company who could compete with that, so that's what we did. You want us to have more competition? None of that matters. Bezos is going to be paving the way for all of this. Bezos has three billion. Like he doesn't even have to ask for money. He's just like, I'm going to build a moon so base. It's because SpaceX Do is going to shoot all through that seven hundred million dollars, and they're not actually going to work. Whereas NASA is held to a standard where, yeah, by the way, we've never blown up in space, and we are planning on keeping that. Wait, you say that. We've blown up on the way to space, but that's... We've we blown up on our way to space and coming back from space, but not in space. SpaceX actually is going to blow up on the landing on, on the launch pad, because they're really good at that. They are. Maybe. 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 Also... NASA's got this thing where, you know, if all of our astronauts turn into ashes, you're all going to be fired. Whereas at SpaceX, it's... Eh, shit happens. No astronauts. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's got his money from apartheid, so what does he care? Uh, not wrong. Yeah. Also, McAfee died today. That was my next... I've got a lot of tech news today. Yeah, yeah, that was my next story. Spanish prison. That crazy ass. We've been we've been talking about him on the show since 2014. <laughs> At 75 years old, he killed himself because he was going to have to go do the tax evasion. I'm like, look, dude, you work for Microsoft, Apple. You tried to make a private army in South America and take it over. You married an assassin who was coming to kill you, and then you spent the next 20 years just burying hookers and doing a lot of blow. Yeah. Like, if we wow. wrote your memoir down and we gave it and we said it as fiction, people would be like, what is this? Like, I'd read it. <laughs> See, we, we were just talking before the show about the social network and like these other movies about tech people. If you're going to make a movie about a tech guy, McAfee's the guy to make a damn movie about. Like, that's that's entertainment. That'd be accurate. I'd, I'd actually watch that. Well, I mean, the first half of the movie, you have Nicholas Cage playing. The, the second movies. half, you have Gary Busey playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw that recent picture of him. He looks bad. His eyes don't look like human eyeballs. It's a, I mean, he's been an internet meme for a long time. Like, when I was still trolling Slashdot, which should tell you how long ago, <laughs> McAfee was a meme. Like whenever something came up about McAfee, McAfee, you knew you knew it was like, well, there's this is clickbait, and I'm gonna read it because there's something entertaining here. He was running to be the head of the Libertarian Party in the United States. Yes, living in Belize. So was was a there, there's a lot of stuff that Lyndon LaRouche was at least in prison in the United States when he was running. He was running for president in another damn country. 
Yeah. You know, some people say that uh, that our last president or the current president, depending on which Facebook groups you look at, may as well be living <laughs> in another country. So, <sighs> damn it, Harlan. Nah. <laughs> at least so the libertarians are open about it. So up here in Kanuckyville, we have um, Nova Scotia, which is one of the other provinces close to us. We're trying to get the bubble going again, which is us maritime provinces being able to travel without isolation in between. And it just got delayed by another two weeks in Nova Scotia. And it's bad enough here. So people that that don't that are protesting this that are saying, you know, we're taking our rights away and so on and so forth. They've only they've managed to block the highway with just two pickup trucks. And they're stopping like everything. And the cops are standing around and doing nothing. And it's just two pickup trucks. And I don't understand what's going on. I don't know why they're not arresting them and just towing away their trucks. Because as we said in the last show, the Mounties motto is sorry. They're just too nice. Can't they just roll up on their, like, mount it on one of their moose bulldozer things and just, like, push it out the way? That's just called uh, a moose, Harlan. I know. That's it's just a moose. It's not a moose dog, it's a moose. A on the Mounting ground. on a moose. We don't have police dogs, we have police moose. They'll sniff your drugs out, my golly. Training we, the do some, we do have some recent Masonic news that came out today on the, the Reddit that didn't make me vomit. What happened in South Carolina? Uh, apparently, <laughs> the most no, no, no. Apparently, the most worst. I, from what I could gather, it's kind of a weird article. I think the current most worshipful grandmaster of Washington is pretty much saying that I'm. We're going to of Washington State are going to unrecognize every state that refuses to recognize Prince Hall. Nice. Wow. So that's complicated. That's good. What about but states that said, Harlan. states that don't recognize Prince Hall? This is the problem with recognition. It he well, sorry. I, I'm sorry, not recognition, full amit, a, amity. And I'm like, well, I mean, amity is a different thing because there you know, there's issues with, with between Prince Hall and and non Prince Hall Grand Lodges about visitations because of yeah. other Grand Lodge stupidity. There's a lot of stuff. And territorial exclusivity being this. Yeah. So, he's, uh, so I'm sure this is going to go well for Washington because, you know, when someone tries to do something correct, it always blows up in their face. So um, I guess I should watch the Grand Lodge list to see when uh, we're going to get disaffiliated and I can't communicate Masonically with the Seattle Shriner. Who, but by anyway, the way... Uh, I got in touch with um, just on a whim after he came up on the last show. I thought, you know, I haven't heard from that guy in forever, and I'm not getting on Reddit, so I sent him an email, and he got right back. Uh, apparently, he's still doing his awesome Shriner things, and uh, I I thought he was gonna be on tonight. The uh, he just he just thought we were done, like we had just stopped because we I guess stopped. We had that Reddit. we had that span there a couple years ago where. It was a long one. It was like a whole summer. Like we went like three months or maybe even closer to four. Mm-hmm. Everybody had so much stuff happening and we couldn't get a show together. Um I could see why you would have thought that. I think there was quite a few people that did. But we've been here since. So tell all of your friends who might have 
forgotten about us that we're still here. Uh, and Seattle's still out there being awesome, taking kids to the hospital with the Shriners. Um, you know, in his spare time when he's not running a damn pharmacy, because that's what Masons do. So uh, I'm glad that uh, we got we got to catch up with that guy briefly, and we're gonna try to get him on the show. Yeah. Um. He still has the right humor for this. So we're <laughs> we're uh. So Jesse, if you're out there, just let us know every Wednesday, man. Come especially back now that, not, especially now that we're dark. Every yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> so come back and tell us how uh, masonry in the epicenter, or I guess the second epicenter of U.S. COVID, fared. So we don't really have a lot of contacts in uh, the great state of Washington. Still more than Idaho, though. I think we just got Sean. Sean, Sean we got buried. He was on the show. Uh, yeah, but I think he was shell shocked enough. He's not coming back. Yeah, we might, we might have shocked that poor boy. <laughs> John didn't tell him. He was <laughs> I didn't. I hey, when I got him on, I didn't. I wasn't like, hey, this is uh, we're this isn't you know the, the here's, a, I can't here's, of here's the thing: if you're gonna go on a podcast, you should at least listen to an episode of that podcast. That's a, I never did when I came on. At least throwing that out there. Well, so I want to point out that uh, I might be able to get my grand sovereign on. Uh, Which will probably beat me to the SJ because anytime I send it, would be fun. And junk folder. I'm still afraid of having him listen to this because I'm like, man, I'm deputy master of my lodge perfection. I might be getting. Booted out now right after being F bomb you've dropped. It's fine. Uh, no, actually, to be fair, I do have a, I do have the plus four, you know, saving throw shield of uh, protection in the fourth. Except he's not in my. Damn it, he's not in my jurisdiction. No. Mm, <sighs> no. Nope. He stayed in ours. For now. You could be screwed, Chuck. You say that. I I don't I don't think so. I think I could move to the northern jurisdiction, and I would still keep my membership where it is. Not that I don't like you guys. I just uh, I like what I have. It's the I same thing. I've read them. I've read the rituals. <laughs> it's the same thing almost. Almost. It's northern jurisdiction of the sky without Pike. We don't have a George Washington degree. I heard that, and that was all I ever needed to know. Summarized in one line. No, no, it's not a George Washington degree. It's a Benedict Arnold degree. It's even worse than that. I hate that degree. We have George Washington degree's got Benedict Arnold in it too. It's it's. We've got fancy degrees with fancy names that nobody can ever remember, so we had to put numbers on them so that you could remember them. We have numbers too. Yeah, but they're not necessary, I think, or as necessary. Um, down here, it's, you know, there's a couple that we don't confer ever that, like, I can barely remember the name of without looking it up. It's... Why do you have them? Because Albert Pike. Ah. We confirm up here. 
not my ballot. <laughs> I left this much space at the top of this page for a title, and I don't feel like making a lot of fancy art and scroll work, so I'm just going to make the title fill up the entire top half of the page. Yeah, the 18th degree, it's just kind of like a bunch of like letters with that because it, it, it can't fit in the passport. You're like, the road is quite Oh, we got a new guy, uh, an Irish guy who like wore a kilt as the Knights of St. Andrew to the last reunion. Cool guy. I uh, was standing out in the alley where everybody smokes their cigars and has some bourbon after the reunion. Got to talking to this guy. We're bantering the usual stuff. And he said, Knight Rosicroix. And my heart melted because out here in Western Pennsylvania, just That's getting good. Rose Croy not to have enough of a drag to it to like be nails on a chalkboard. Hearing Rose somebody Croy. say "qua," I said "qua." Someone said "qua." Uh, down there, don't call it Rose Crocs. No, I don't get it. I, I don't understand because I don't know. I'm not in it's, the know. It's French, it's French and- because the Scottish right is not Scottish. It's French. from France. Right. But if you tell people around here that, they get deeply offended. You're great. You're um, If you look far enough, mostly American. It's taken me 10 years to get most of my valley to stop saying Kadosh down here. So it's... it's Kadosh. Yes. yes Kadosh. So oh, when I first joined... And people were saying Kadosh, and I was like, what the hell is this, whatever. And then I got my copy, like all the new class gets, and I got a bridge to light. And, of course, I'm devouring it because I was young and have more time on my hands. And that was when I finally figured out, like, wait, wait, this is, this is Kadosh. This this Hebrew. Why are they saying Kadosh? So then I it up. And as a young guy, I was advised by, a, uh, by an unnamed white hat that we know it's Kadosh, and you're full of shit. Like, but but how do you know? Like, I don't see a lot of Hebrew studiers around. Well, we had a rabbi who came in to settle this debate because it came up like 10 years ago. And the rabbi assured us that it was, in fact, Kadash. Which is odd to me because there's a prayer that happens at the synagogue every Saturday that begins with the words Kadosh, 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 right? The, the, the Christian eulogy would be holy, holy, holy. So... <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So then I f- got to dig, and I'm like, who was this rabbi? How, well, he's how, the leader how deep of the, was that rabbi? He's the leader of the local messianic congregation. Mm. <laughs> so I, I was going to pull my heart. Someone that always comes around on this show. I don't know why. <laughs> Arlen, I do yeah, have to say. That's it's a preacher to tell you it's Kadash. It's I, I, I did not know. It feels it like was, Scooby-Doo. You pull the mask off. and So I, I have to be here it is. I did not know it was Hiram until I moved to where I am now because – in the actual Western Pennsylvania, I knew a Hiram, and he pronounced it Hiram because everyone who's got the mutant Pittsburghese accent goes Hiram, and um, including the ones who came over from Germany a long time ago. And so I had a friend who was Hiram. So I came here, guys, like, why are you saying it's Hiram? It's Hiram. And I'm like, I, but I, I, like, I knew a guy <laughs> whose grandmother had is, a number on her arm, and she called him Hiram. That's why. I, I love that you pronounce. But I knew a guy. Huh? 
you pronounce the H in either case. Around here, it's just Irem. Irem. There's no H. Oh, oh yeah. That's like that's like motor oil. It's an alt. Yeah. 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 Motor oil. That's we one do word. have appellation as both of us. You're not so. missing a letter. You're pushing them together. Motor oil. Motor oil. Motor oil. We do that. There's a lot of city names around here that are French that have been butchered beyond reason that I have a lot of fun with. You mean like it's it's not Pittsburgh, it's Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh. No, I mean, Pittsburgh. <laughs> really Pittsburgh, 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 Pittsburgh Isn't Stellars. it though? The Pittsburgh Stellars. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, they, that's how they we say call everything it. weird. They have syrup and water and uh water. No, that's that's New York. Yeah. That's where my yeah. wife's from. Boston's got Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm not even going to get into Rhode Island because they got an accent and mutant foods and all this stuff. I'm just kind of like, today at work, I was like, is there anything right about Rhode Island? And guys like who are from, they're like, no. No. Nothing. Like 30 years ago, I thought I remember they were trying to leave the Union because I remember that as a story when I was a kid, like Rhode Island <laughs> trying to join Canada. <laughs> Probably. I mean, they're, they're kind of weird. That's an option? <laughs> well, I mean, there wouldn't be my first pick for Are they planning on being, like, self-sufficient? How do you do that? Well, I'll tell you what. They're not They're not joining Massachusetts or Connecticut because those two states don't want them. Because <laughs> their chowder is not chowder. It's some kind of mutant, like, bait fish broth. And if Mass doesn't want you, that's a sign. Because <laughs> they'll take anybody. I thought that was Joyzy. No, Joycey just dumps you in the river. I was thinking of, never mind. I was, that, that's inappropriate. I'm not going to go there. Fun fact, I found out yesterday White Castle charges the same prices in all of the states except New York and New Jersey, where it's a little more expensive. Yeah, makes sense. Which is crap. Pennsylvania, going to White Castle, I should not have to pay the same amount as White Castle in Nebraska. Right. Fun because I I picked up an interesting White Castle factoid over the weekend. There the are a lot of terrible. Them, actually, it's, I it's did a very interesting. You know, the more you drink, the better they taste, though. That, so, yeah, it's like Waffle House. I know. So I I learned that in the recent history, like in relatively recent history, White Castle was an acceptable long-term job to have. Like they had pensions and benefits and like it was a, and that's why if you remember going there in the nineties, there was a lot of like not high school kids working at the local White Castle. Cause it was a stable, I mean, you know, not super well paying, but standard of living insurance, retirement kind of job. Retirement is a big deal. I, I had no idea that was ever a thing in any fast food place ever. And then I learned that uh, White Castle used to do that. Along with other places that are dwindling, like Steak and Shake. Oh, man. I miss Steak and Shake. They've all closed around here. This is interesting. I rolled by for a shake. And I miss Steak and Shake, too, Jamie. Why are they all closed, Bruce? Hold Hold on. On. Have you ever been to a Steak and Shake? No, no, I said it's, that sounds interesting. I, that, that's oh, I, thought said, I thought you said that's a bit drastic. I was like, no. I thought he was going to tell us Canada has them everywhere in his usual, like, Canada is better than you. <laughs> he probably is. Steak and shake fries. Steak and shake fries used to make poutine would be amazing. 
I've never had them. Yeah, they're, they're really good. they're the skinniest fries you're gonna they have. have like the they come in like a bucket. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't like skinny fries. I like a good size fry. Like I like no, a. No, you, you, these you've never had these. A fistful. Yeah, because the, the thinner the fry is, the more salt you can get per potato mass. Yes, so it's, and then you sprinkle on you end the up getting uh, more surface area per potato. Yes, yes. On, on every yes. Table, Chris, have a the weight ratio is very high. They just have a bottle of, of oil soaking with hot peppers. You just douse everything in. It's glorious. Yeah. That would be tasty. And it was a place like you would go to get, you know, you get your burger and fries and, and a milkshake. And they have really, really good milkshakes. I love steak. I love it so much. I, I took. I so we went to the at the high school prom. We went to Steak and Shake, which was a load of fun for a bunch of high school prom kids to roll up in a limousine at the Steak and Shake in the rundown end of town. <laughs> and, and and we thought we were clever until we're inside waiting on our food, and another limousine rolls up, and a bunch of other tuxedo evening gown high schoolers popped out. Like, ah, Steak and Shake, and it was because it was all we could afford because you know we rented a damn limousine and a tux. And we're high school kids. Oh, my. <laughs> I Sorry, saw a limousine Hummer when I was leaving to go to the grocery store a little while ago today. And there's a, there's a school right at the end of my street. And it's, wait, wait. You have a limousine know. Hummer on your on Prince Edward Island? Like, yeah, that, oh, that car cool. is as long as your island. No, no. It's, it was long. I'll How give it that. Turn but... around, or does it just, like, back up? Like, go back up. <laughs> <down the drag. laughs> You can't leave the bus. You actually have to walk inside the car to go to the front to get out. Well, see, it's because it's all four wheels at work. At least it can turn around on the sand dunes, where the regular limos, they have no chance. They're done. That's the key. Anyway, I didn't know those were still things. Apparently so. It was like an H2. I, I, I thought we like. I, I guess we exported all of them up to Prince Edward Island. Like, hey, this is too white trash for America. Off the can, yeah. Have this told you we're at least four on. years behind. We're like we're almost four years behind on everything. Remember, I've mentioned this before. That's like twenty <laughs> so, years. So that means in another year or two, everybody up there is going to learn that this is just a Chevy S10 with a body kit on it that they paid <laughs> twice as much for, and they're gonna- yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is not the Humvee that the army rolls around in, which is a good thing because you wouldn't want to drive that anyway. Like if you've ever been in a Humvee, they are not, they're not what the the TV shows make them out to be. Like, yeah, they'll go anywhere, but you're not going to like it. A real H1 is not, is not a fun ride. No, they're not. No, they're, they're, they are not a, they they were, the military does not build things for comfort. No, I have my, uh, I still have my little paper license to, to drive one in New York because oh, um, I got assigned for a few months to be the CO's driver and it was yeah those things are terrible so I guess they had to take a Chevy truck and then make it look kind of military-ish to sell it to the American audience well and the H1 is just so freaking wide like driving it around in most streets is just ridiculous yeah but that's the point like yeah. that—that's why that thing is like that. You want everyone to know that you have an H1, and that they have to move over in their own lane for you. <laughs> I'd rather have a router. I mean, it, it's easy. It would be easier to park like an H1 is easier to park than Bigfoot, and Bigfoot just drives on top of the cars like Fuck you. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. That's a really insurance problem, though, isn't it? Every time you go to the grocery store, you destroy four cars, your premiums be destroyed. Like, oh, my God. If you can dri- actually afford to drive a monster truck, I don't think you care about insurance. Yeah, that sounds like what my agent told me when I was looking at the cars before the bins I bought. <laughs> well, if you can afford to buy this, it shouldn't be a concern. And then I thought, but then I learned about the luxury loophole. So in America, sport cars cost your left arm for car insurance, but you can get the same car in a luxury version and it's just priced like a normal car. Yep. So sport Wait. luxury, I guess. As long as it's got four doors, they don't care. Yeah. So I learned with my, my infinity that, uh, that the insurance people don't, I don't know how they do their actuary tables, but something is a miss. Because the cost to insure that was the same as the cost to insure my wife's Highlander. But if you want to get a Charger or a Mustang or some other like classic American sports model, you're going to pay three times the price for it. But if you just switch it over to whatever the luxury brand is. So like the, I guess the 357Z, I think, was was the equivalent of my car. Same car. One's got leather seats and like fancy fancy electronics and says Infinity on it and costs more. But it's the same car, but the Nissan costs three times as much to insure as the Infinity. Because it's considered a sports car, not a luxury vehicle. And yeah. that's because the luxury vehicle the luxury vehicle is bought by the older man. The sports car is bought by the young Maybe. My thought was if you spend that much money on a car, maybe you're less likely to do something insanely stupid with it. So... But I didn't think about the old man, young man thing. That might have more to do with it. I've never met a young man that can afford a decent sports car. So, yeah, that too. Or midlife crisis, then. <laughs> hmm. Um. Damn, is that what mine was? Oh. It's pretty much, Harlan. My next one is. If that car was your midlife crisis, you fucked up. Yeah, no, I've been saving that to for another day. I might buy a Tesla or something one day. Yeah, my car next year, my my new car next year, and I probably need one is going to be like the Ford Maverick. It's like hybrid, four doors, four door bed, four foot bed. I'm like, guys are working, making fun of this thing. Like, who's the market for this? And I'm like, me. I mean, it's right the here. perfect tiny truck. Honestly, I know a lot of people who are. Oh, you, you mean the new truck? Okay, I was thinking like you were describing that, and I was thinking like a Camaro. Like you guys remember the old car trucks, like the oh, car, yeah. like and, the the Camino. and like the, the Bajas, like the Utes. But yeah, it, it's like I'm sitting there like, oh, it's got seats five. It's got four doors, a four foot bed, a tonneau cover. It's hybrid. I'm like, yeah, that's that's like perfect for me because that means like. Because I got a Corolla, so I can fit nothing in it. Yeah, no, I'd buy that. I, I would I would go for that. You and know, it starts at $20,000. And I'm like, you can hold a cooler in that thing. Sold. Which, which is fun because you can't get a Tacoma for more than twice that. So, yeah. I, I'm hoping this means like other car companies, like, oh, there's a market for a cheap, like, hybrid truck ish kind of thing. Oh, and my like, God. Yeah. So, for guys. Who the I mean, there's always been a market for the Ranger. The Ranger is like the third best selling truck really? ever, and this is yeah, basically just the replacement. Yeah, but they got rid of the Ranger for how long? That's what I'm saying. This is the replacement for the Ranger. 
Han's the figure. Yeah, of course, it's gonna be popular. Well, I thought the Ranger was a replacement for the Ranger, and then I saw it, and no, it's not. It's the new F one fifty. Right. Yes. Fifty is the new F two fifty, and so on and so on and so on. The new Ranger, yeah, the new Ranger is like what an F one fifty was like thirty years ago. Fifteen years ago, really? I was say not even that. Um, yeah, but Honda figured out there was a market for those small city urban trucks a long, a long time ago when they did the Ridge Line. But mm -hmm. then I think they figured out, wait, why are we going to sell a truck for twenty grand when everyone else is selling them for forty? We'll make it thirty-five. Right, and, and it's arguably, and I like Honda. It's arguably probably the worst truck you can buy. Because it's not a truck; it's a glorified Accord. I really miss those those old Rangers, those late '80s, early '90s model Rangers. Mm -hmm. That's they yeah. were tiny workhorses. The like, original Ford Ranger. Ranger. That was a because there were high school kids driving that truck because mm -hmm. a high school kid could afford to buy that kind of truck if he had a decent enough job working in tobacco fields. Anyway, and. Uh, <laughs> And and it would go where you needed to go. It could haul a small amount of cargo. It was indestructible. I, I still know a guy that still drives one, like all these years later, with three hundred thousand miles on it. It's still trucking around. I mean, it spurts out black gook like nobody's business. But still, <laughs> Jesus, the ass end on this Maverick looks worse than my first mother-in-law's. That's horrible. Well, yeah, they, they, they don't want to give you an incentive to buy it. They want you to buy the Ranger. Well, yeah. Three times as much. It's basically a Bronco that they, or a, uh, yeah, a Bronco that they just cut the freaking topper off of. No, it's an old Bronco. The new Bronco is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is a thing, yeah. I'm going electric next time I get a car. Well, that's what this thing is. It's, it's hybrid. It's like but, 45 miles to the gallon. I'm like, what, what are you going to fuel it with? There's electricity here. Really? Yeah, yeah we got wind it. power, man. We got more wind power. We, we make so much wind power. Our wind power goes to Quebec. Harlan, I'm going to point out that Jamie's got better internet than you do. And yeah, I, I'm, combined. I'm like, I'm like one gig down, one gig up. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Fiber op right in my like the fiber op comes right into my home. His internet right now is powered by Don Cherry's rage that the that the Canadians uh, <laughs> are probably going to make the Stanley Cup final. Oh shit! Is that tonight? Are they, are they play? If they make the final, no, no, it's uh, it no, it, tonight's uh, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, Harlan's in a very rural area where Jamie is. They don't even have rural areas. That's true. Um, no, we yeah. do have rural Jamie, areas. It's, it's four houses together. That's like the city center. That's where all the internet goes. <laughs> we have pretty rural areas. There's yeah. fields everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you do. There was an economics guy on YouTube talking about Canada and their mining setup and just how much of Canada's like actually just completely bereft of people at all. Yeah. Because Canada is there. bigger than the continental U.S. and it yeah. has a tenth of our population. Because We have live. more people per square kilometer than Ontario. But and the United States has entire, entire areas. People are like, oh, we're having a hard time vaccinating people in Wyoming. I'm like, well, no shit. It's like 
six days drive between people. That's Ontario, man. Yeah, that is Ontario. Like, Northwest Ontario is like, it's nothing. <laughs> like, gone. But the areas of Canada that are empty, nobody really wants to live in because, you know, you get too far north and it's not nice most of the time. Hey, we got Alaska where people have television shows where people willingly, like, I want to live in a place that's like living on the moon. If I hurt myself here, I'm dead. We, there's probably people yeah. like that living in northern Canada. Most, <laughs> most we don't even know about people, though, Chuck, like when you move to Alaska, it's either because your family moved there or you're on the run from something. You're, or you're wanted in one of the other 49 states. Because you know that's the one place no one's going to no, no. get you. 48, there's no way in hell you're from Hawaii and willing to be moving to Alaska. Never estimate the stupidity of people. Yeah. No, I think you'd just go to a different country at that point, wouldn't you? I mean, that's that's like the, the American. You, you would do it for the tax break then. No, yeah, because I mean, if you go to Mexico, the FBI is going to get you. No, 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 I'm sorry. You if, you're moving from, if you're moving from Hawaii, you're not moving to, to Alaska. You're moving to like some, like you're moving to Malaysia or something like that, where like you're just officially just going to be like, all right, I'm either going to live up my life here in the jungle or I'm going to have my head cut off by headhunters and eat my cannibals. Which is, well, he's just not that bad. It's quick, probably Boy, quicker frog than dirt in the neck, you know. So uh, they get you with that nerve toxic poison, the little dirt in the neck, you die quick, no problem. <laughs> they only do that if you're sitting down a tree. This is your daily you dose of cultural sensitivity, dear listeners. <laughs> so I'm sure there's, there's no good. I'm sure there's masons in the jungle somewhere in Malaysia. Right. Building the temples. Yeah. We think built the Mayan temples. They needed the masons for those. It's true. You know, you say that, Jamie. I bet you could write a book full of nonsense and logical fallacies to describe how the the Mayan ruins were, were actually the work of Native American Freemasons. And if you publish that book, it would be a bestseller and you would make a killing and you'd have all these Masons running around talking about you, how you'd be up there with Dana Brown immediately. Oh, no, no, no. If you could get Knight or Lomas to sign off on it, bestseller. It's, Within uh, an hour. Some of the stuff that I, I've, well, I've even got a couple of this books. This is awkwardly close to home. <laughs> got a book on my shelf that I look at every now and again. And I realize that young me was part of the problem. People would stop publishing this kind of thing if we stopped consuming it like kids in Cheetos. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I had my district every class and tell me about one of Knight's books. I'm just kind of like, and I was like, uh, yeah. Um, I'm like, about that book. He's like, what? Like, yeah, like, you know, he's like been like actually debunked by real like scholars and historians. And it's not, there's not some secret church conspiracy keeping his book down. His book's down because he's shite. Again, awkwardly close to a weird thing in our in my state. Your state's got a bunch of awkward stuff, Jen. Yeah, well, we've got the, the Kensington Runestone, which is... Bullshit! Georgia's got the Guidestone. This, this is more real than the Kensington and World Stone. Because at least with this, you can't fake gravity. <laughs> you can't 
<laughs> I don't even know what that means. Me neither. I'm lost, but it sounded funny. <laughs> hey, if a 200-pound man jumps off a, off a ladder on top of you, I have, I'm a smart man. I have yet to figure out how to fake gravity. 9.8 meters per second per second. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is <laughs> wrestling until you hit terminal more velocity. Real than that. There, there's no terminal velocity for that wrestler. That's yeah. all oil and yeah. rounded curves. You know, I, I want to point out there. You're flying, mother. You're going all the way to sea, baby. So our grand oh is an hour or like not even from the Kensington Runestone. And they're all doing a big outing to go out to the Kensington Runestone Museum so they can listen to the guy that he keeps trying to push that it's a, a Templar artifact speak on it. Um, because aliens! Yeah. There's lots of aliens. You know, it's a, it's a runestone written in old, well, not even old Norse. Uh, it's supposedly old, old Norse, but Apparently, the uh, grammar on it's more akin to 1800s Sweden, which was ironic because it was found on the farm of a guy who grew up in Sweden in the mid to late 1800s, or in that ballpark, roughly, um, who met, mysteriously found this on his farm. Um, and the grammar has been completely debunked as being more modern and not circa 1100 or whatever that the runestone supposedly was planted. And now, the guy has put in a lot of effort to uh, say that it's a artifact of the Knights Templar. That they came over, deposited this runestone. I'm just going to wear my title belt here. Yeah, you should, because I feel like... <laughs> the only thing that's real. I, I feel like pulling out some of my... Uh, library of native american studies and dakota studies and everything else to say that you know well they were a people that passed on oral history and not written they were very good at what they passed on with oral history and i don't remember seeing anywhere where nine white guys walked down from hudson bay through minnesota to drop off a rock and that's the bottom line because you because john said so well they weren't white john they were gray the gray aliens with big, big black eyes. eyes. So, <laughs> but but some of that some of that's fun. Like if you're in Georgia and you're close to the guidestones, oh, that thing's trippy. And your lodge wanted to do something out there, like that's like amusing. The were made to be weird. They were made. We that have a place here weird. called. We know when they went up. I I took a special road trip after the bar exam. I was about to go crazy and I just told the wife I'm going somewhere and I grabbed my camping gear and left. I was, But then it started raining. And I was like, forget it. So I just kept driving and somehow ended up there. And uh, they are bizarre. Just yeah. out in the middle of a bunch of cornfields in Nowheresville, Georgia is this monument with astrological alignments and it's, it is now under constant surveillance because of conspiracy kooks either trying to destroy it, have sex near it, masturbate on it, or lick it. Masturbate on it? Why? I, I, by the <laughs> way, I'm going to spread my seed by, on a stove. By the way, on the new world order. Here's the problem, not, Nothing Jamie. I said was a joke. <laughs> Nothing Jamie I said was a joke. And ask why. Oh, 
Chuck, in their defense, why not? I mean, in their defense, I've snapped it off in a weird, in in wherever it's kind of handy. So, I mean, I'm not going to judge. I mean, if I had the chance, specifically going to seek out that stone. I mean, really, I I can throw some some microscopic Harlan's around on the pyramids of Giza. I I might do it. Right. Yeah, okay. If you could if you could splatter on Stonehenge, turn uh, why would you not? Plus two for the Sphinx. Two? I mean, two I don't, I don't, I don't want to throw my own blood on it. I that. I mean I can I can Well yeah, we, we were talking we were talking about seed. If you spill your blood on it like all kinds of crazy witchcraft type yeah, things. Yeah, that's what kinds of curses, John. Don't do that. Cursed. Yeah. That's that's how you end up possessed by the spirit of some grumpy ass dead pharaoh. Like, you, you don't want any parts of that. But jacking off in the face of the Sphinx, that's perfectly okay. Yeah. <laughs> Give yeah. her a pearl necklace, it's fine. Yeah, you, on the face. That's Not on the face. In its eye, I'm going to put my thumb back here, give it more boost. <laughs> that's how you, you seal it in. You, you don't let the evil out. Hold the ladder steady. Gum the eyes shut. More like the Spanx. I'm trying that, and the ladder falls over, and he wakes up with the red ass eyes and some inbred Egyptian monarch. Like, and that's how the zombie apocalypse starts because some guy decided to go give Hold on. the Sphinx a facial. Well, we got to sell the rights to this to whoever's making the next mummy film. Like, would you like to be the father to those zombies, though, Chuck? Let's be honest. Uh-huh. When is the Mummy Twenty Six coming out? We gotta. This has got to be part of the plot. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Oh. Jesus. I would watch this movie. I, I'm just saying, I would completely watch this. Movie. I would. There's, there's some I'll finance it somehow. It's gonna get me. You just watch the Mummy Part Thirty. Imhofat. It's. <laughs> it's gotta get made. Like the mum, no, the Mummy Nine. It's coming. <laughs> and this, ladies and gentlemen, is the kind of New World Order plotting that happens after Lodge and how the Masons came to own Hollywood. <laughs> and it's wonder that, that we can't even run a pancake breakfast. No, because we're too busy plotting the next movie. It's basically the Vinci code work, minus the semen. Oh my god. It's Ron, Jeremy, or Peter North. We went from from historical hoaxes to to one has to play the protagonist, one has to play the antagonist. Yeah, I mean we. Oh, yeah, the fight at the end, man. I don't think I I don't think we're going to get past the NPAA. None of us are ready for that sword play. So Bruce, I would I would I propose for the protagonist we get Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, who shot somebody in the back of the head of a in a porn. Uh, movie theater. Okay. The, the I'm with that. I wouldn't see that movie. I mean, and then the antagonist, you got to get the guy from like MSNBC who was like on the on the Zoom meeting and boxing the clown. Who they rehired? Yeah, I mean, they rehired. We don't have a policy for this. Really? Because really? before I show up to work, I just start jacking during a meeting. I'm getting fired. <laughs> our problem is, yeah. when I do employment investigations, our uh, our professionals and policy pretty broad. It's a pretty big net I can the throw. The problem with a policy is policies don't get written until somebody does it. 
Well, it's like, there's, there's going to be a you be that, And you always want to be that first guy because you're the one that's going to get in the least <laughs> amount of trouble. You're the groundbreaker. <laughs> No, you know, no. You, know, like, you, you get off scot-free because ball the guy's like, I mean. have no idea how to write this up. Like, <laughs> you you can just go. I I can't. <laughs> I, I refuse to put this to print. I'm going to pretend this didn't happen. We're just done. You <laughs> can go. Blocking this memory forever. <laughs> no, that's... That that's about how it happens. Like we're we're laughing, but that's you're the lawyer. You know, had, I, I'm sure John's had something where it's like you know I'd rather just <laughs> not. Let's just pretend this never happened. Yeah, I thought if you come across my desk, I don't want to have any more interviews about this. So, <laughs> so two fingers or three? Uh, <laughs> I don't I want to go to court and have to testify against that this happened. That I had. This. I don't want to get contempt fines for not being able to hold my shit together on the stands. <laughs> oh my god! It makes oh, me fuck. think of makes me think of Jason on jury duty. Gunner <laughs> oh. number eight won't stop squealing and giggling, kicking his feet. Fuck! <laughs> I could and I could just see him doing that. Yeah, no, that's just a bill. Oh my God. As someone crazy. who has no poker face and has a hard time oh. with himself, he makes me look like I could win like the World Series of Poker. I oh, mean, yeah, he's good God. He's a spiteful little garden gnome. Uh, so, yeah. it's You uh, don't have to have a poker face when you're always angry. That's his That's secret. True. But I bet He's everybody on his route knows who the milkman is. So <laughs> I should hope so. He's been there like a yeah. dozen years. Yeah. Oh, by the way, where is Jeff Ben? He was at Lodge Saturday, unlike someone else on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so he uh apparently got promoted and uh is is living the I guess whatever promoted life and I don't I don't know why he's not on the show. I was going to ask him, but we've got the the big the big fair coming up, and that kind of consumed the entirety of Saturday. Um, well, that an old uh, an old high school classmate that showed up for a visit from another state, and I didn't recognize him, and he didn't recognize me until about five minutes before he left, and then we were like, "You!" We were we were in ROTC together, and we did our little spinning rifles and flag carrying stuff together, and. Didn't recognize each other with the facial hair and body fat. <laughs> Mainly the body fat. A lot of that, yeah. Uh, I used to, believe it or not, you know, when I was, uh, my military Harlan was not bulbous lawyer Harlan. Harlan, at one point in my life, I was a cross-dressing track star, so I understand. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I did. All I heard was cross-dressing track star, and I'm positive that's not what you said, but cross-country and yeah. track star, okay. and. The thing is, yeah, I heard is the same as you, John. I just didn't I'm, want to process. I'm talking to our, our interns. Our interns at work all shit up, and I was talking to them. And this, the intern looked at me like, "You were never a runner." And I'm like, "Behold, behold your future, oh youth and despair." Yes. So that was the thing we both pointed out was you got fat, <laughs> like at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm 39. Yeah. I spent 11 years in college. 
You're lucky that I actually still have flesh on my bones. <laughs> Good uh, lord. We both. No, that was, so that was that was fun. But other than that, it was the big fair that took over Saturday, and uh, Jeff was chiming in talking about that too. But uh, so he's still alive and kicking, and uh, narrowly missed the window in our bylaws under which we might have some issues with him proceeding in the line. So I'm glad he showed up, um, and he seems well. Typical Jeff, except he didn't hang around after lodge like he normally does. So I'm guessing. I don't know if the new job's got him, you know, waking up early and working late or, or what the deal is. He, he pinged me a couple of weeks ago. He's getting his ass kicked by a couple of things. So he's yeah. be coming well, back. Congratulations, around. Jeff, on being uh, whatever you've got Promoted. to do that we can't ask you about because you're not here. So get on the show. What about Mr. Propane himself, Hank Hill? Uh, he was also there Saturday. Um, the roster is was quite large. Um, he's in town. Yeah, yeah, he's helping us get ready for this festival thing that ball got dropped on, and we've been doing this last-minute court press to make this all happen. And so roughly, when does it roughly occur? It's the second and third of July. And this is the town screwed up, right? It's what? This is the one the town screwed up, right? No, we well, the town always screws it up, and we oh no, so there used to be two that we did. Uh, one was our small little city. Uh, that one we just don't do anymore, and the town did it themselves this year, and it was – they lost a bunch of money, and it was – Did they? That's what Tony was saying. Uh, yeah. I they um, would. Yeah. And to be they, honest, like, we all told them that. They they got a like, – We're just going to do it without you, and we were all like, oh, you don't want to do that. Mayor said they, they figured out why it was that the lodge was doing this to begin with because um, mm. it turns out it ain't easy to raise funds off of – local carnival festival things um and they they have the temptation of the city treasury at hand that we didn't have right we would fund these events ourselves and then cross our fingers and pray that it went well and we came back with a little bit more money than we started with (laughs) and if it rains you usually didn't yeah, um, we, we actually don't know if we're going to And then it was just doing one. something for the community after that. So we actually right. don't know if we're going to get the one that we I, I mentioned uh, on the last show because the Rotary and the Nice have teamed up to make sure that we don't get it because apparently there's somebody on the Rotary who re- and who is a member of the Knights who really, really hates us. KOC, man. Well, I mean, yeah. Find find me a knight that actually really likes masons, and you, you guys need to get your oxygen tanks, and you need to go over there and beat their oxygen tanks. Well, it, what's funny is that um, if the Rotary wants it, they're going to get it because they're the Rotary, and we've all kind of decided, like, well, this is going to be great because what's going to happen is they're going to preview this event when it's happening this August, and they're all going to go, wait, this this takes work, and we're going to get it anyways. So. My dad's a member of the KOC, and he's happy I'm a Mason. Yeah, most actually, I, I know guys who are both. Um, I also know uh, the KOC around here actually works well with us, but there's one person who's in the Rotary who's a, a knight who hates our guts for existing. And yeah. Well, much like the Mormons, your existence is evidence of their error. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> yeah. You can't have that. You're like the, you're like the, the, the Jews of the fraternal world. I plan on going to this. So I know who this person is, and I plan on going to their house and knocking on the door and going, Hi, 
I'm a past commander of the commander that you guys stole your ritual from. And here's the many minutes to show uh, where you stole it. Sure. So would you please kindly, if you don't mind, to be very polite. Turn off and die. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to be Canadian there for a minute. To be very polite, and if you don't mind, and then you finished off like an American. Oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That 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 that's called the lead in, the pulling in, the building, the building up. Jamie, this is called storytelling. Yeah, we can't help ourselves. It's... That's like when you tell somebody with all due respect. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. And, and you know, and you and you know, there's going to be no respect in an all due respect. There's no. Never somebody. No offense. I'm in New England. Hey, no offense, but. <laughs> no, 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 y'all are, 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 are missing the best one. Showed I've ever met in my life. No, I'm not racist. Looks like James Chewbacca. Always preceded <laughs> by a racist statement. I love that. Those are like staples of our lodge. Whenever somebody says no offense or I'm not racist, you're like, yep, here it comes. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no. We're all Masons. We all know when a guy goes on the level. They're going to bullshit you like you have never been bullshitted before. On the level here, just so you know, I'm full of shit. Yeah. Yep. I learned a long time ago from an old, old old Italian Sicilian guy. Here's the difference. When you say, with all due respect, you're giving him the finger. If you started off with no disrespect intended, but that's like... That's that's the when you're talking to uh, uh, the Goomba. That's how you can like suggest things about you know getting your face shot off. Oh, John, if you uh you know if you were looking for a long motorcycle ride that weekend, we got a we got a journey tribute playing Friday and the big Saturday, and Tony's gonna have his uh have his camper RV thing whatever parked out there. Well, I thought about it, but I lost track of time, and so now I'm not going to be able to make it. And two, if I come down during that time, you guys are going to be running your asses off the whole weekend. And I'm oh, not- yeah, but you would be too, so it would be like some bonding time. Oh, I have to work. You're Mason on the travel. You're going to work. If John nice. gets the pin from our friend of the north before I do, and I live in his state, because last as of last Wednesday when I saw the fourth, mm-hmm. his pin – for being his grandness was somewhere between China and the United States. And I don't know if that means it's coming from east to west or going this way to California or going across Europe. So, you know, our Australian let me know listeners. If he gets a pin and it's nice. Our Australian listeners right now are going to be raising <laughs> all kinds of rabble that your, your grand eminence has been buying his pins from China. I don't think he realized that when he did it because he bought it from a brother in the U.S. Who dropped then... Yeah. I love drop shipping. The biggest uh, wool over the eyes of the American consumer since yeah. the USA. <laughs> uh, I love that the, the Ford thing is we're a big – Ford's a big deal here. And the number of union guys that are just in willing – suspension of the truth about Ford being an American company just like, yeah if you're a shareholder it's all American you union guys not so much you want an American car car is made, 100% made in America buy a Toyota. you can buy a Subaru or a Toyota or 
I think a BMW. Which is fun because if you go to the Union Hall, they've got a big obnoxious sign that says all those cars got to park in the far lot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not only for these made in America cars. I think my yep. Honda Element was was built in Georgia. Yeah. Again, I'm from the actual Western Pennsylvania, Harlan. That's not something I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. So anyway. I'm just trying to appease our Australian listeners who I've lately been learning as I was bringing up in the pre-show. I had no idea, and I've been educating myself about the Australian economy and how Australia is in this really bad rock and a hard place between the United States and our friends in China as we uh, escalate our chest bumping at each other. Our, Our friends down under are, well, stuck down under between the giants, and they're not happy about it. So I had no idea that the vast majority of their international trade was just with China. Although it makes sense now when I look at a globe and I'm like, well, yeah, of course it is. But mm-hmm. uh, it's not just that. Like they've got this really thriving education system. And it's because China sends all of their college students to Australia. You mean like here? Yeah. Yeah, except more. Um, and no. They, we we get a lot more than they do. They pay for it, and yes, but Australia has also been more attached to the United States in in our international boondoggling since more than Canada even, and that's saying a lot. Yep, as Chuck noted, and so now they're in this weird boat where it's they've got to spend more money on their military to deter China from U.S. type aggressions, well, and at the same time they're losing money because China responds by cranking down on them economically. And so anyway, I don't know. The point of that was just to tell our Australian listeners that uh, after Lodge Harlan cares enough to try to learn some more about the, the back country and, and Australian <laughs> deploy your animals. Your continent is made of death. Yeah, you're, you're completely you, safe. You should be afraid of Most nothing. Of those animals wouldn't live elsewhere though. Well, no, no yeah. they would. They need their specialized climate they're in. You don't have to. Have to. Of murder bees. Like, we're going to invade Australia. Like, everybody in, Mel- everybody in Melbourne is just like, bring it on. <laughs> we're going to move. We're going to walk 10 miles inland. Have fun. We'll, we'll mop up the three of you that make it to us. <laughs> oh, John, you're going to your Grand York thingies. I am You're playing yeah. with your York thingy. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, no, I am. I am. I am going up there, heading out hopefully tomorrow at about eleven a.m. local. Is this her. all your sessions combined, or just? Yes. Yep. So we do Grand Chapter, Grand Council on Friday, Grand Commandery on Saturday. But I have to get oh, there tomorrow. I have to add in there tomorrow because we're doing our uh, memorial service tomorrow night, and I'm the one heading that. So, so how's the? Um, the demilitarized zone looking. You mean Wisconsin? No, with all the trials and tribulations and burning and looting and stabbing. And- oh, that one. Yeah, the one, the one, the not St. Paul. That one. <laughs> or, as, or as Minneapolis calls it, Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> A typical Wednesday. Uh, it's slightly calmed down. It, it, it ebbs and flows because eventually somebody does something stupid and then so it spikes and then it drops and then it spikes and then it drops. So admittedly, to go where I'm going, I technically have to drive through St. Paul and Minneapolis for the most direct route. But instead what I'm doing is I'm going all the way around 
because we got a big loop of freeway around the whole metropolitan area. So I'm taking the long way to like go east to head west. Um, and then south to head north, essentially. Do you so, think that's going to save you? Yeah, because I'll be far enough out, and I'll be driving through the hoity-toity parts of town to get to the one freeway I need to Xville. So, do you think the hotel is going to uh, be burned down in a? Oh wait, no, that's that's Grand Encampment. Sorry, that's Grand Encampment. So, so it's basically like it's basically like apocalypse. There is that. Is that what I'm getting? No, not that. Oh, no, no, I, I mix up two events. So I, that, that's on me. That's me. Being uh, the whenever you you folks turn on the the Canadian broadcasting system and you see buildings on fire and things going crazy in the United States, that's always either in uh, in Seattle or or Wisconsin <laughs> or Baltimore or St. Louis or. or or Portland, or yeah, I mean, yeah, no, Chuck's getting confused with Grand Encampment, which I will not be attending, and I have no interest in doing because <laughs> that it's right in downtown Minneapolis, three blocks away from the uh, county courthouse. Wearing that cool, uh, cool South will rise again cosplay. Yes, yeah, no, I, nope, nope, no, nope, 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 nope. You know what you guys should do is you should just spend some extra money from your coffers since you haven't been spending them the past year. From your your Grand York right thing, and uh, and just hire a bunch more of those those local Minneapolis cops to stand around outside the hotel, because that'll make it better. Yeah, yeah, oh, that'll make it so Chuck much better. Oh, me like me. Chuck, Chuck's getting ready. Chuck? I need an emblem on that hood, Chuck. Well, you're wearing it inside out, and if you don't put that hood down, I will fly out there to beat your ass. Okay, that's a little hood. Damn it. You only put the hood up when you're riding, Chuck. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I am Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no. no you're, you're ass. Let me, let me see your ring finger, then. Now, Jeremy's wife, Bobby Sue, worked real hard on them hoods. Nope. So I'm tired of y'all complaining about them. <sighs> yeah, I don't... Mine's I don't got a the, pee stain on it. I, I, I don't wear the hood up at, at Ren Fairs. At least it's not a cum stain. <laughs> It's I can't tell anymore. It's coffee, Jamie. Don't worry. It's yellow. It's coffee. Hey, Mostly coffee. That's the target. <laughs> Which sits right here. Here we come, Chuck. If you can hit me, <laughs> and here we go back to boxing the clown and awkward voices. Thank you. For uh, that episode two hundred and seventy-seven. Okay. If I had the if we had the chance to let the Canadian spread himself on a bunch of Templars on the Sphinx, that's how we bring the second coming. <laughs> that would God be some damn. type of apocalyptic event. You couldn't get past that. Yeah, There's no, that's, yeah. that's how you induce the second coming. Oh, that yeah. would be a movie. Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah. Revelation. And that right coming. there, everybody, is how the movie Deep Impact should have ended. <laughs> I think that I think that the that, that should oh that God. movie shouldn't have started. That's what she said. Yay! At least sex tape. By the way, I like how you guys are getting mad at me for having a costume on on a podcast. Oh, we weren't getting mad; we were laughing. Not well, a no, costume it's, per yeah, se. Put it on Very specific uh, costume. It's a uniform. Yeah, but you Except put that I'm a, nerd. a guy who knows the uniform code backwards and forwards and who's the chair of jurisprudence. You are a bastard. Hey, again, I wear that for Renaissance fairs where that's allowed. 
You know what I do instead of going to Renaissance Fairs? Even they're like, don't put the hood up. I, 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 I'm sorry. Did I talk about that yet? <laughs> they interrupted oh, you to come ask oh, me. Hold on, Jamie. Jamie, before you go, you have that talk. I got to go hit the head real quick, okay? Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Because I want to hear the story. Again, he's going to jerk off again. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Oh, hit the Pete. Yeah, the head. I'm going to jerk off in seconds, asshole. Why not? Hit the head, not punch the helmet. I got he it. Right, talking about the hooded robe, and he got a little too excited. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was appreciating the irony of the guys at the Rin Fair interrupting their LARPing to ask him not to put his hood up. Excuse me, sir. Could you put that down? Fireball, fireball, sir. <laughs> You're offending me, sir. We have a uh, we have a very strict no white grand wizard policy in our uh, in our play manual here. <sighs> Gandalf the gray is acceptable. Chuck the white is not. <laughs> Chuck the white. Oh my god. Oy, yeah. That's what the well? uh, that's what the, uh, the the Native Americans would would refer to him as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm more white than Chuck is, though. Yeah. Poor Whitesville me. Uh, he's he's pretty. His name is Blank Cow. He's pale and fat. Yeah, you guys don't have Native Canadians. You've got the uh, First Nations, right? Yeah, First Nations people. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm expanding my international vocabulary. Oh, look at you go. <laughs> and, and and some of the stuff, like, you talk about all the atrocities you guys have done. They say that, you know what I mean? Like, But we've done some horrible shit, too. Yeah, like yeah, we've both, done some horrible shit in this country, man. Both, yeah. both uh, nation states have. Yeah, uh, but while you yeah. were evacuating the natives to their their concentration or sorry uh, reservations, you, you were apologizing along the way. So that's uh, well, sorry, and, we got to do this, eh? We put ours in, in internment camps. Canada kept pushing them west. You look different than us, eh? And it's it just it is what it is. We put them in rural schools and and tortured their children and. Yeah. Oh, you mean like uh, you mean like China is doing in certain Western provinces right now, and everyone's just looking the other way because cheap Amazon yeah. goods. Yeah, that's true. Eh? Like we're all over here calling each other Nazis and traitors. Meanwhile, the ocean, what's happening over there? Literal Nazis with literal concentration camps and ethnic cleansing, and but they sell us cheap shit. So let's just put our heads in the sand. We're well, talking well, about well, our well, past well, and this is our Chucky things. Uh, no, we were talking about yes, the, uh, the LARPing folks. Who had I, I had to ask what Chucky things are. I listened to the podcast I wasn't on because I was laying on my back and Harley, Chuck's not here doing Chucky things. And I was like, would you let me do some Chucky things? Harley? Would you, you do them anyway? What do you mean? Yeah, it's just you part of the for permission? The only thing that you missed was uh, Chuck the White. So uh, beyond that, everything kind of spiraled from there. Is that right. what you think it is? Charlie? I'm Irish and Lithuanian and Dutch. Like, yeah, I'm one pasty. I am one pasty dude. So, Jamie, package yeah. yelling at us with your endeavors. Put into your bag. Oh, of yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I talked to you or about it. Yeah, yeah. But it was, you know, the viewers like, have not, and this is yeah. So this is so this is how things started out. I decided that I'm gonna. Go ahead and, and take these mushroom gummies because unfortunately right now my wife can't, so she's getting left out of it. So I'm not waiting anymore. Oh, she's so, still laid up? Yeah, she's still laid up. She can't take them anyway. Just do a medication she's taking right now for something else. Can't put the two of them together. Not mm -hmm. a good idea. Yeah, no. uh, so 
she, I, she's like, okay, well, I'll kind of supervise and laugh at you if you get really fucked up. And I'm like, yay, okay, great. So it's exactly Jamie, what you're there for. Well, exactly it, right? Make sure I don't hurt myself and then make fun of me and, and videotape some of the stupid yes. shit if I happen to do something stupid. Don't screw this okay. one up. So I take six of them and I'm all happy. I'm like, because, you know, the thing says take six for a psychedelic mushroom trip. And I'm like, woohoo. So I take six and they taste good and I'm happy. And, 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 and you know, by the time I, 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 they start to kick in enough that I'm feeling something and I'm, kind of get going and I'm, I'm waiting for shit to just go all funky and to see purple elephants and 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 you know what I mean the world but it, it didn't happen yet so I'm like okay so they say take three more every 90 minutes up until you eat the whole damn thing till you get to where you want to be so I'm like meh I'm taking the other four so I went so this is 90 minutes later I just take the other four so now I've had all 10 and I'm like woo <laughs> waiting for this to kick in an hour and a half later everything is bright I'm really happy I'm definitely up there I am high, but I am not seeing purple elephants. And it wasn't like acid, you know, where when, you, when you're on acid, I don't know if you guys have done acid. acid? Don't tell no, me. No, I don't know, Jamie. Tell us. <laughs> so I have done it once in my life. And I sat on the linoleum floor and I'm staring at the floor and the pattern in the floor is kind of swirling, kind of like you're on like a, you know, uh, over water and the water is swirling around you. It was pretty neat. I liked it. It was a cool effect, but I didn't like with acid. You're a little bit too out of control. You don't really know. You, you can't bring yourself in enough. So I thought this might be, I can see some shit, but I can bring myself in some. Didn't quite work out like that. I didn't get to see enough. If I stared at my plants in my living room, they kind of breathed a little bit, but that was about it. And I was really giddy and happy, but no crazy shit. You basically experienced a long batch of sleep deprivation. <laughs> it's kind of like that, yeah. So next you know, time you go see once, then is what you're saying. Pardon? I mean, I mean, I, I've I've seen, you know, plants breathing and you know smell colors just from, you know, food poisoning. Yeah, and, but really, but really, that's what it is, though, isn't it? If you eat if you eat mushrooms that have that in it, it it's basically food poisoning in a different well, manner. But it's you're you're poisoning your system and your body reacts with, to poison. With less shitting your pants and puking your guts out. Yes, exactly. I mean, you could say the same yeah. thing about alcohol. Though. Wait, are we talking about That's ayahuasca? Right. Yeah, ayahuasca, the yeah, shitting and shitting and vomiting. Whoa. Wouldn't go there, man. That's no way. No, that's one of my no. list things. I'm, totally do that. I'm gonna gonna do it as soon as I find the right guy. On my list. Really, but you can take the drug that doesn't. It's um, it's the same thing, but it doesn't cause all that vomiting and shitting. Now I need internal purification. Oh, you need to evacuate. You gotta get. Oh, you need to feel everything else. coming out. So, <laughs> you might be able to find a grocery store. I had some of them today. Um, Carolina Reaper almonds. Oh, I bet you those would be good. Uh, uh, they are. Uh, you throw a handful of ten in your mouth. You chew them up. You'll feel some heat. You do another handful of ten. Um, you know you will be uh, shitting liquid fire. It's oh. like you're a dragon from reverse, and it's fantastic. I'm not gonna lie. I, do you eat you eat a lot of spicy food? Weird usage. I do. Eat, I, I I I eat stuff. I look, man. I'm from Pittsburgh. My stomach is lead lined cast iron. I can My colon, not so much. My colon is officially the blast pipe of a, uh, you know, the, 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 the outside like of a blast. Slide. 
It's all like worn that's out. Where the slag comes out, just boom into the river. It's all worn out at this point. Just pure toxic waste, <laughs> just burning all through my, you know. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Now we understand why he doesn't wear pants. All of them. It gets too expensive after a while. <laughs> uh, and the world is a pair of dungarees, isn't it, Chubby? <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know where it's a wonder I can't get a date. <laughs> you, can't, you can't beat that. I don't know where to go from there, so I, I think we're gonna We're just gonna leave it at that. So now you know why he is the king of no pants. And uh, and Jamie's going to go buy another bag of something better to tell us about. Just a bigger bag. This is your homework. More. All right. Or we can all just take a trip somewhere and take an ayahuasca journey. It would be, be a bonding experience. It's just, I have a feeling, Harlan. This is Harlan. This is just your plan to be the center of the human caterpillar. <laughs> no, it's my plan to uh, do something illicit with my brethren and not be embarrassed because I'm puking my guts out. So that's right, and know that it's yeah. You know where that information is staying. <laughs> this is the intended effect. There will be no videos there. Yeah. No. 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 No, it, uh, before we go into the sweat lodge, everyone empties their pockets. Well, they don't yeah, have pockets. All phones are left behind. Before you leave oh, right. the sweat lodge, you will empty everything else. <laughs> so if you brought any phones in, they're coming out. <laughs> Drink this gallon of liquid, by the way. You will go in there, pristine, for your spiritual journey. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to get an education in... Uh, in the in the native gods, so it can't be can't be too bad. I get to meet a few of them. A price for that. Get to meet a few. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, Thunderbird's gonna be pissed. <laughs> that's that's it for episode two hundred seventy seven of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with me on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. And you can find the King of No Pants and uh, John's mysterious Reddit handle on Reddit. Uh, the Freemasonry Reddit in particular. Nobody checks the After Lodge one. Don't go there. Leave us some comments on our website. And... Uh, Pandemics drawn to a close. Get your damn vaccines and go to lodge. And uh, we'll see you next week, brothers. Later. Hold up. Toodles. See you later. <laughs>